Welcome to Blakey Psychotherapy. We're glad you're here. Thinking about therapy and talking to a therapist requires courage. You've taken the first step. Core beliefs. We've all got them. If someone asked you how you knew something, what would you answer? I learned it at school. My parents taught me. I checked Google. When we're talking about facts or skills, it's often easy to remember how or when the information came to us. However, if I asked you about a personality trait or an ability, such as you are kind or able to keep a secret, your response may be, I'm not sure. I just know whether I am or not. Depending on the question, you may feel embarrassed or proud. Either way, there's an emotional charge that is the result of how you feel or what you believe about yourself in the context of that trait or ability. In other words, my question would have come upon one of your core beliefs. Core beliefs are the very essence of how we see ourselves, other people, the world, as well as the future. Our core beliefs then inform how we operate in the world. As an example of a list of common negative core beliefs, I'm not good enough. I can't get anything right. I'm stupid. I'm inferior or nothing or worthless. I'm a bad person. I'm insignificant. I'm unattractive, ugly, fat, whatever. I'm useless. I'm a failure. I don't deserve anything good. There's something wrong with me. I'm abnormal. While it's painful to think these things about ourselves, the pain is increased when these belief systems are used to navigate our world. When we incorporate negative core beliefs into our psyche, they become self-fulfilling. We think we're a failure, so we don't try new things, which seems to prove that we're a failure. And so the cycle continues. Here's an example of where core beliefs can come from. A kindergarten class is preparing for the end of year concert. Everyone's working really hard to get the song right. and The teacher keeps moving individual children around to maximize the quality of the sound. In the back row stands a boy named Jeremy. Jeremy loves to sing and has been practicing the words every day on his, as he walks home from school. Jeremy sings with enthusiasm and his teacher has moved him a few times to, in order to find the appropriate place for his sound. Finally, in exasperation, the teacher suggests that Jeremy not sing but whisper the words in order to fit in with the group. While Jeremy doesn't completely understand just what happened, part of him sees that his way of singing doesn't fit. Maybe he doesn't fit. Maybe there's something wrong with him. Jeremy grows up, doesn't sing again, and becomes hyper-aware of being too much when he comes out in the world. Often, the key part of therapy is discovering our core beliefs, both negative and positive, and then exploring their history and validity. One way to do this is through life review therapy. Life review therapy involves looking at our past from the perspective of today. The goal is to help the individual find meaning and resolution regarding a painful incident and be able to move on with a greater awareness and sense of calm. Often the painful incident involves the creation of a negative core belief. Now, our young singer, Jeremy, is now 35. 
and has decided to see a therapist to deal with the long-term social anxiety that has affected his, his life on many levels. He made his education and career choices, accounting, to fit in with his fear of interacting with groups of people. He chose a smaller post-secondary school and a program that will allow him to work somewhat alone. Jeremy accepted a junior management position over three years ago and discovered he's good at it. Due to his management skills, he was recently offered a promotion that will involve speaking in front of groups of people to present financial information. On one hand, Jeremy wants the promotion. He's become bored with his current position and would like the extra income. On the other hand, he's terrified at the thought of presenting and making a fool of himself in front of his colleagues. With his therapist, Jeremy explores the history of his social anxiety. He talks about the thoughts that are linked to his feelings about having to interact with groups of people. They treat the process like a science experiment, looking for similarities in thought content and events. Jeremy reports that he's afraid of being out there. He remembers that people often tell him to speak up as they can't hear what he has to say. The direction increases his anxiety as he swings between wanting to be heard and being out there. During therapy, Jeremy remembers his kindergarten experience and is able to begin to unravel his current feelings and how this core belief has affected his life. Is this belief accurate? He was also able to process the anger he feels on behalf of his younger self towards his teacher and her actions. Jeremy did accept his promotion and learn skills to cope with his social anxiety. A big piece of his ability to move forward was that he was able to question the negative core belief that was holding him back. This is a really straightforward example, and determining our core beliefs is not often this direct. I invite you to think about your core beliefs. What are they? Do you know? How many of them are positive? Are they helping you go places in life you want to go? Or are they preventing you from living your best life? Think about that, and I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening. The Blakey Psychotherapy Podcast is produced and recorded by Anita Woodard from Woodard Administration. Please subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. For more information or to connect, our website is www.laurieblakey.com. Thank you and take care of your mental health.